0: Live on the Freak Radio Network, rulers of the motorsports empire, broadcasting live from the Lucas Oil Studios, Budweiser, the king of beers, presents Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio with Kenny Sargent and his freaking pit crew, Stuntman man We ain't going nowhere, babe. And the baddest bitch to wrap it around two wheels, Crash Gladys. Hello there.
1: Tell me what the press.
2: to press. A big old Sunday night here in the Freak Nation. You got Statman Carruthers, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent. Here's your phone number 8669 Freaks, 8669373257 That's 8669 Freaks. You can also email us crew at speedfreaks.tv. That's crew at speedfreaks.tv in Texas. Text the word Freak to 25827 with your message. Text the word Freak with your message to 25827. We're going to do something tonight. We're going to spend the next two hours talking about the actor, the philanthropist, and one of the biggest names ever in motorsports that passed away Friday in his home in Connecticut. Of course, we're talking about legendary man himself, Paul Newman. Everybody's done tributes to this man, and there could never be too many tributes to what Paul Newman has done from acting to his philanthropy and to what he's done in motorsports. But what we're going to do tonight, we're going to do what we've done in the past when others have passed away in the motorsports industry. We're going to celebrate this guy's life, and we're going to celebrate it with some of the biggest names in the sport, some of his best friends in racing, and we're going to do a little bit of freak style, man.
3: And it is incredible to think that a man that was e- iconic in film and uh, entertainment and on stage in New York Uh, But he's such he's so attached to racing that there is time um, that we could take two hours, take a whole broadcast and devote to him. Uh, it's just he's a mammoth personality, and we haven't even – I don't think we're going to give justice to the quarter billion dollars that oh, he yeah. donated uh, in his philanthropy. He's hes just – his passions are phenomenal. It's just the man that he was. And
4: before- a quarter of a billion dollars and over 140,000 kids that have gone to camps for free.
2: And in yeah. just a minute we'll hear from Paul Newman talking about his passions. But I first want to tell the Freak Nation, listen to what, what we've got coming up here for the next two hours. Mario Andretti, the man that got Paul Newman into racing. He's coming up next. Kyle Petty, who with the Victory Junction camp and Paul Newman. Paul Newman was somewhat instrumental in what yeah, in, in the, in the, in the division camps. of the yeah. Hole in the Wall camp. Yep. Yeah. Right, in the Victory Junction gang. And a number of drivers, Paul uh, uh, Graham Rahal, who drove for Paul Newman.
4: That's right. Got him Newman his first Hall, win Slanigan. this year.
2: And Justin Wilson, who won the last race for Paul Newman
4: mm-hmm.
2: in the IndyCar Series. We'll hear from those.
4: Also Christian Fittipaldi. They had a very tight relationship.
2: Christian Fittipaldi will be in here. But here's Paul Newman, in, in Paul Newman's own way, talking about really his passion for life. Just in general, really his passions here in the Speed Freaks Pits.
5: That is a, is a fairly complicated question, but needless to say, each passion feeds on the other one. Uh, the more passionate you become about racing, somehow you're more passionate, that the more passion you have available to do other things. So uh, at least that's the way it's worked for me. And, they, and they feed on each
2: other, yeah. And how, that's of course, that's Paul Newman, how can you differentiate the level of passion he had for those three things, acting, motorsports, and
3: philanthropy? Uh, you it's it's not hard to do when you think about a man who loves life and people that it would be simple to understand how he could throw himself so completely into each one of those areas racing and entertainment and <clears throat> excuse me ph- uh, philanthropy because each one requires a complete commitment mm-hmm, and he point. had he had the ability to give that to give of himself so much that right. he could that he could and he could do that, yeah.
2: And on that note, what I want to do, we've got a new big old affiliate in Atlanta, 790 The Zone. And Woo-hoo! 790 The Zone, just for you guys coming on board tonight, we're going to bring you none other than the greatest motorsports legend to ever come in the Speed Freaks pits. Good to get him back in here. I would rather have got him to get him back in here to talk about a new selection of wine he's got coming out. <laughs> but, hey, it, this this man was was responsible for getting Paul Newman – into racing, would you please welcome, definitely one of our favorites, Mario Andretti. What's up there, Mario? Hi, good evening, guys. Hello. Well, like I said, Mario, I certainly would like to get you in here under different circumstances, but we're celebrating the life of Paul Newman. And Indeed. As, as you did, uh, uh, of the number of things that I've read and the stories that you've had, you've told about Paul Newman. and if you could, Can you explain to the Freak Nation the story on how you were, you were somewhat responsible for getting Paul Newman involved in racing?
6: Well, uh I would suspect yes in so many ways. Uh first of all I, I first met him in nineteen sixty seven in Bridgehampton, Long Island. Actually he was a, um he was invited. He was a guest of Ford Motor Company. I was driving a Can Am car and uh, uh they put his name on uh on the front of my car that uh, the Can Am, the the car called the Honker. It was probably the worst <laughs> car I ever drove in my life. And uh and here is Paul Newman. I was uh, you know, in awe of all this because I figure I wonder if he's even gonna talk to me and uh and in fact uh he was uh so typical Paul, you know, just uh very approachable and and uh full of questions and, and uh I said, you know, Paul, uh if you expect to be in Victory Lane after this day, I said, uh um, I got a little tip here. I says, uh, if you really want to drive the car, I'll put my name out there. I say it's probably a better deal for me. Uh, and he always remembered that because, um, you know, that was, as I said, it was not a good car, but nevertheless, I think he became fascinated, uh, after I took him around with the, uh, one of the pace cars, one of the Shelby Cobras, uh, uh, around the Bridgehampton circuit. And, uh. A couple of years later, he's doing the film uh, Winning, uh, you know, p- uh, portraying uh, a driver in Indianapolis. Uh, he and I think it was Robert Wagner and, and of course, Joanne um, uh, were starring as well. And after that, he was, uh, you know, before you knew it, he was uh, driving in the SECA, um, amateur series, and then uh, Trans Am, and then he became, uh, he was an owner of uh, his own Can-Am team, uh, which was managed by uh, Barry Green. And uh, so fast forward into 1983, and 1982, I should say, um, I was not very happy with the situation I was in when I came out of Formula One, and uh, I've been talking to Carl Haas, And uh, Carl Haas, obviously, uh, was a good candidate for, you know, to come into the IndyCar series from Ken am as well. And Paul had been talking with me, and I said, well, well, why don't you two guys come together, you know, as a partnership? And, uh, you know, I was was very selfish of me to to suggest that, but... um, (laughs) Uh, believe it or not, it all came together. It was a very unlikely uh, partnership that uh, turned out to be one of the uh, probably the most successful Indeed. partnerships in our business. Uh, and, um, you know, the rest is history. You know, uh, for me, it was a tremendous advantage uh, career-wise, obviously, because it provided me with uh, what I needed. I I won a, something like 18 champ car races uh, with that team, uh, I won a championship um i was there but for 12 years Uh, my son michael you know won the bulk of his 42 career wins with newman haas and other champions of course uh nigel mansell and uh cristiano damara and uh you know the uh sebastian Bourdais and so on and so forth you know just they've been so extremely successful um, he just he became a real icon in the sport of uh, motor racing besides the dimension that uh, he possessed, uh, as you say, in the world of film.
2: Mario Andretti joins us here in the Speed Freaks pit. Statman, go ahead.
3: Uh, Mario, do you – we think we know people like this. Uh, they're, so, they're so huge and they're a part of our life because we spend $10 to go see them in a film. Is there something about Paul Newman maybe that you know that we don't know that you could share with us uh, as a man other than just the movie star and the race car owner?
6: Well, that's really why he was so appreciated. Uh, anyone who uh, was uh, fortunate enough to get really to know this man uh, is, uh, is a guy that uh, you could thoroughly enjoy. Uh, and from every sense of the word uh his conversation his wit um uh, his loyalty uh there was uh, uh there were so many qualities to this guy that uh, uh, you know I read uh statements from people that have known him and uh and obviously you, lose, you use superlatives to describe this man but you know something everything applies um Sally Field said it best. I mean, it's amazing. She said uh, uh, God created very few perfect human beings on this earth. Paul is one of them. It's it's just amazing, you know, the qualities that this man possessed. Uh, Incredible family man, a loyal friend. You always i mean uh, this is one guy that uh uh once uh you once he he would let you know uh, his beliefs what what he stood for i mean he was like a rock you know, totally with you. Uh, there were so many things that, uh, you know, that we got involved in outside of racing and uh, the politics and so forth, as you you guys all know just uh, how hard we worked toward uh, getting uh, the two organizations together, and we started it together. And, and I, armed myself, I armed myself with Paul because I knew that with his stature, his credibility uh, they had to come to the table, you know, because that's what he asked for. And, um, and so, like I said, in so many ways, uh, this man could just move mountains. And uh, to be honest with you, uh, you know, he himself, uh, he's probably the only one that didn't realize how powerful uh, he really was in every possible way.
4: Mario, this is Crash. Did you guys ever have trips to Italy together or maybe to your wine your vineyards out out west?
6: Well, not necessarily, but he uh he spent some time uh, with me up at uh I have a a place in the Poconos here in Pennsylvania, you know, where we do recre- recreate and uh you know, this is uh, the other side of him, you know, which was so much fun. Um, you know, there, here's a guy that um, I mean, he would uh uh you you present a challenge to him and he would just totally go for it. You know, most people say you, you, you know, I've had some crazy uh watercraft there that um you know like wet bikes that uh, not everybody can ride and uh, uh I always uh, I like to tell the story about my uh surf jet. It's uh like um uh a surfboard with uh with engine on it and so on and so forth and I tell you what, very few people can get on it and uh and navigate this thing but it, you know and he's a, that's the one that he wanted to to master, and he didn't care who was watching you know he just went for it, <laughs> and uh you know he uh, like i said he uh he dumped a few times uh, he put a gas on his forehead, and you know the water. Uh, with you know, while he was in the water, actually it uh, exaggerates the blood, and looked like you know he was just bleeding to death. <laughs> but he just kept fighting on it, and but again, just a fun guy in that respect. Uh, on top of everything else, uh, he, um, again, just a special guy in every in in every area.
2: We're celebrating the life of Paul Newman, philanthropist. Big-time actor and, of course, deeply involved in motorsports. Mario Andretti continues here with Speed Freaks. And I understand that you and Paul Newman had a, had kind of some side bets that went on, but they weren't for a whole lot of money, were they?
6: <laughs> no. Oh, here's another one I like to tell, too, because uh, it, it's funny in a sense because uh, – uh, we used to have these side bets about, uh, you know, whether it be Super Bowl or, uh, you know, the, the Stanley Cup. Uh, and he called, okay, name your poison, you know, and, and our bets would never uh, uh, never go over two bucks. And <laughs> and uh, for some reason, uh, uh, you know, I had the upper hand, and, uh, and I, I was a, few, a couple of bets up on him, and he was in pain. So I was kind of uh, I was complaining I was giving him some stick on it and uh, so uh, the one bet was like dollar seventy six and so he uh, he sends a check for dollar seventy six uh, uh, via FedEx which cost him like twelve bucks you know to send. and then another bet was uh, less than two uh, than two dollars. And they pay me in uh, Russian rubles. It was, uh, I still had the wad of uh, 160,000 uh, Russian rubles. I don't know if I could ever um, go to the bank and try to.
2: <laughs> you guys b- bet some wacky stuff. Like, how, I, I read something about how you how you guys had a bet on how many people were in between certain blocks in New York yeah, City. Yeah, well, it
6: was another one. You know, it's another long story, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, again, he was he was so much fun in that respect. He, he had a sense of humor that a lot of people probably didn't realize. Uh, um, he uh, he was kind of uh, uh, you know the total practical jokester. I think if probably Robert Reffer would probably tell you about some of those stories. Uh, but uh, that was the other side of him. So he was complete. I can tell you that.
2: Mario Andretti joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits as we celebrate the life of Paul Newman. One of the biggest names in motorsports. Crash, go ahead.
4: Well, to complete Paul Newman, you would have had to have taught him some dirty Italian words like you've taught us, correct?
6: (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Yeah, don't get me there. Don't, yeah. Did but you teach
7: him any? You don't have to tell I'm us what sure, you told
6: yeah, him. Yeah, I'm sure you're using that one, right, Crash?
4: Uh, uh, yes, I I use it daily.
6: <laughs> daily.
4: <laughs> to the traffic people out here in uh, California.
6: Okay. Did you
2: teach him some bad Italian, Mario Andretti?
6: Yeah, well, Crash has been, went to my school. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, and I've—it's gotten us in trouble a couple of times. That's why I'm, not, yeah. saying I'm yeah. not saying it. I'm not saying it. We're not going to ask Mario to say it either.
4: <laughs> I can say the second half. Dicazzo.
2: Mario, before you before you do get out of here, there's one other thing I want to talk talk about with Paul Newman was stat, and I were talking briefly just before you came on is. Really, where did he have the most passion for? Was it for the acting? Was it for the philanthropy? The quarter million dollars that he raised quarter
6: uh, excuse, excuse me quarter billion quarter
2: billion dollars yeah. he raised for the camp or motorsports? Could you tell which he had the more passion for?
6: Well, that, that's that's impossible to tell. Except that uh, uh, whatever it delved into, uh, whatever he was involved with, he was uh, totally uh, and he was he was in it with both feet and uh, as you could see uh, in motor racing he was not just uh, an owner as you, he was a driver he was a champion driver and he understood the nuts and bolts of our sport and he was curious always learning and uh, and on the other side as a philanthropist uh, uh, what he has given to uh, to these terminal terminally ill kids uh, with a hole in the wall being able to host and give them uh, a happier life that they probably would not have. I said there's so many times that uh, uh, he used to bring two or three kids at a time uh, to some of the races uh, fly them uh, in his own plane. and give him uh, a weekend uh, at the racetrack. And, and of course, we would embrace that. We would take him uh, around. Uh, I'd put him in a race car and and take him for a, you know, for a, a pace car ride and things like that. And, and you would see a smile on these kids like, uh, oh, my gosh. I mean, they were in a different world, forgetting all about their, their problems. Uh, uh, and and he uh, he was such a, again, so unselfish, so giving. Uh, and uh, you could see the goodness, you know, of this man. Uh, because he, he derives so much satisfaction out of doing that and uh and he just he kept that up uh over and over, and he gave as as much energy into that as he gave into anything else so again he multi dimensional but uh, all of his dimensions were very very meaningful as you could see an icon you know as an actor in the uh in 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 the cinema and the movie industry. And uh, as a racer, an icon there. I mean, uh, look at his record. Look what he's left with us. Uh, motor racing is better off because of Paul Newman. I mean, he was uh, he was embraced, as you know him, in so many ways. And he felt so comfortable because he, his uh, uh, privacy was so highly respected. Uh, uh, and everybody knew it. And he just wanted to be one of the boys, uh, and that's why he felt comfortable in our world. Uh, but he he gave it all. He gave it his all.
2: Freak Nation, I couldn't have said it better if I would have written it out weeks in advance. That is Mario Andretti talking about Paul Newman. Mario, we love you. Uh, we appreciate you coming in here and doing this, and we appreciate you, what what you've done for Charitable organizations and and what you've done for motorsports, my friend. You're uh, you're you're up there looking eye to eye and Paul Newman in a lot of ways, buddy.
6: Um, they're very kind by of saying that. Thank you.
2: All right, buddy. Hey, uh, we look forward to getting you back under under different circumstances when you need to teach us some bad Italian. Okay. You bet. <laughs> Thank you, Mario. <laughs> Thank you, Mario Andretti. What else can you say?
4: He's just awesome. God,
2: you go from Mario Andretti, the last name of Andretti, then you go to a Petty. <laughs> what is that about?
3: Wow.
4: Well, yeah. we're talking all good people. That's that's yeah, what that's about. It takes
3: a guy like Paul Newman to bring these people together. That's right.
2: It really does. Now joining us here in the Speed Freaks Pits, would you please welcome, back to the Freak Nation, it's been a while, Kyle Petty. What's up there, Kyle?
8: Uh, nothing much, man. Just sitting on the bus watching TV.
2: How is that? Did you hear Mario Andretti in your ear as you're on hold? Yes, I did. And I'm going to tell you something. I,
8: I, I don't think anybody could say it any better than that. I mean, you know, obviously um, – Mario and 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 those guys and and Carl Haas and all, and all those guys have spent so much time with Paul and, um, you know, especially in the last few years There's an owner, uh, driving for him as a partner uh, and as a friend as much as anything else and and it was that uh, that was that was from that was from the heart you know when you when you heard those words that was from his heart and you could tell that so uh, that that was pretty cool because that's who Paul was.
2: We've got Kyle Petty here in the Speed Freaks pits as we celebrate the life of Paul Newman and really it's, the the last name of Petty and Victory Junction game and the hole in the wall camps they're just synonymous with helping children and we we reached out to you first and Mario out of the gate as well and you were kind enough to come in here tell us a little a little story that you may have had with Paul Newman Kyle Petty
8: yeah you know it, it was funny we had um, you know Paul had obviously he has the hole in the wall game camp and uh, and and that's really Uh, how I got to know him more than anything else was through the camp stuff. He and, and, uh, and my wife, Patty and myself. And, uh, you know, it was funny because, um, obviously I knew he would drove a race car. Obviously everybody knows he's an actor. Okay. So take that off the table. Uh, and, and, you know, I knew he'd driven a race car and had done that. And, uh, you know, when Adam's accident happened and we had so many people that had approached us to do stuff, um, in memory of Adam, that we just kind of didn't know what to do. And, um, we ended up uh, just because we wanted to build a camp, and Adam had seen the camp, Boggy Creek, because we'd been to Florida, and that's such a, a marvelous place, Boggy Creek is, uh, that that we said, okay, we'll build a camp. So I had gotten in touch with Paul, and I said, look, we'd like to really build a, a sister camp to, to your camp, to the Hole in the Wall gang camp, and to Boggy Creek, and uh, we'd like to talk to you about it. So he sent some of his people down, and uh, we talked to them. And, you know, after we got through talking to them, we told them what we wanted to do, and they said, you know, The the way the economy is and the way things are, we just don't think uh, you guys can raise the money. So we just don't think we're uh, we we want to be associated with it. So we're going to have to pass on it. And I was like, okay, that's cool. So uh, it was a couple of weeks later, and Paul called and he said, uh, "Hey," he said, "Uh, "How'd your meeting go with with my people?" And I said, "Well, you know, it went okay. They were very nice. They were very accommodating. Uh, It just doesn't seem like it's going to work out." And he said, "What do you mean it's not going to work out?" And I said, "We raise the money." And he said they don't understand race people. He said, I'm a race person. He said, race people can raise money no matter what. He said, they just don't understand that. He said, go ahead and start building. He said, I'll help you out. So, uh, Paul was from the very, very beginning. I mean, you know, he, he took money out of his pocket, uh, initially and and made an investment with us. Uh, he was there for our groundbreaking. He was there for, uh, our grand opening. He was there numerous times, uh, Came down, put him in a race car a couple of times and, and did some stuff with us. But, uh, you know, even we're, we announced this Friday, uh, and it's so ironic, we we announced this Friday that we're building a camp here in Kansas City, uh, our second Victory Junction Gang camp, which is still part of the of the Hole in a Wall gang group of camps. And we've been in touch with Paul, you know, in the last 60 days and stuff, talking to him about this. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's the deal. You know, everybody wants to remember him as an actor. Everybody wants to remember him as a race car driver. Uh, you know everybody wants to his close friends remember him as a friend. Uh, I just remember I will always remember how passionate he was about changing these kids' lives uh and and what his mission and what his goal was was just to change these children 's lives and He started it in that in that small camp in Connecticut uh now he has camps all over the world so um, that that is that's uh, you can take all the Oscars and you can take all the trophies and you can take all that stuff, but uh, these children will always be a living legacy to who he is.
2: Kyle Petty joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits Statman, go ahead.
3: Uh, uh, Kyle, everybody, in the last eight years, I've learned that so many times that the bigger people are, the nicer they are. And I imagine that when you sat down the first time with Paul Newman, did you have that same kind of impression that maybe you expected something and he just surprised you as to uh, what you learned about him after that first meeting?
8: Yeah, here's what I think. Here's what I think you take away from that, that. That people took away from him that that once you got to know him and once you were with him, um, you know, I think you had Mario. on. Okay, when you have Mario Andretti, on, when you sit down with Richard Petty, uh, when you sit down with Paul Newman, you're sitting down with icons. Uh, you know, these are iconic figures in, in the sports and in the fields they're in, and and you really you're not sure what 's coming to the table yeah you know what i mean you 're not sure how they 're going to carry themselves or, or who they 're going to be, uh but all these guys at that level um man they're're they 're they're guys you went to high school with they're guys you grew up with, you know it 's like talking to the best friend you ever had there's no there 's no air uh there 's no arrogance there 's no anything it 's just they are who they are they don 't try to be anybody else, and they 're just a regular guy, just a regular Joe and i I think that 's uh the big deal you know i i i said I was fortunate enough to, to drive with Paul once at Daytona um, and and Paul would rather hang out with you know the mechanics and the guys that that looked after the cars and that part of it uh than he would with the France family or with the other the other elite drivers that were down there i mean he 'd rather be hang out with just the regular people and that that was what was so cool uh, about being around him. You never had that that impression that you were talking to someone of his status he 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 came. You know, and and I hate to say this, but I kind of drug him down to my level. He came down, to, he came down to where I was at more so than than where he expected you to come to where he was.
2: Kyle Petty joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. Crash.
4: Kyle, are the rumors true that when he tested just for fun a stock car of Richard Childress's around the banks of Daytona, that he was actually about as fast as all you drivers? <laughs>
8: Let me tell you something. We drove that DP car down there, and I don't know how he did it in the stock car, but we drove that DP, uh, the Daytona prototype down there, and he was fast in that Daytona prototype, and he was he was older in age at that time when, when we run it, and I was totally impressed. Uh, my father had gotten out of a stock car in, in his mid-50s, you know, uh, and I'm not sure that the king could even jump back in a race car and, and, and pick it up two or three laps into it, but Paul was pretty impressive to have run the, the races that he run, you know, and and we went to Carraway a couple of times. Uh, uh, he would come down to camp and we'd drag a stock car down to Caraway, North Carolina, a uh, small short track where we're at and let him drive it a little bit and do stuff because you know, I I, I think his passion was obviously motorsports and acting and, and and the camp stuff. And if you can combine two of them in one place, uh, then it was like a kid in a candy store. He w- he would do anything for that.
2: Cal Petty, of course, Victory Junction Gang Camp.
4: Real quick, on that note, some of his last words at Indianapolis, at the Indy 500 this year, he, he brought together the hole-in-the-wall gang camps with the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and IndyCar. That is now the official charity, and he did say that. He said, to have my two passions together, it's a dream come true. Man.
8: Yeah, and, and it was. I, I'm telling you, you know, I don't think, you know, I think a lot of people, and, and this is, I, I think you get this a lot in, and and the celebrity circles, that a lot of people will lend their name to a charity, uh, and they give it lip service, you know what I mean? And, yeah, they take the photos, and, yeah, they give you the sound bites, and they give you all that stuff, Uh, but they don't give you the the time. They don't give you the blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, They don't give you their heart, and I think to this, especially to this charity, uh, Paul gave every bit of his heart. And, uh, and uh, you know, it shows when you talk to the people that run these camps and you talk to the kids that, that were part of these camps. Uh, it's funny, though. You talk to kids that, that and ask them who Paul Newman is. The kids that go to camp, they just know him as the guy in the salad dressing bottle. They don't know <laughs> that he was Cool Hand Luke or any of the, any of the cool stuff he did. That's so true. That's,
4: no, no, that, or, that, no, that, he's that, Doc Hudson. Yeah, Cars. That, that
3: goes over so many different kinds of realities where, you know, kids just know him as a guy. They don't know yeah. that he's important. Or famous.
4: Well,
2: Kyle, before you get out of here, if if I ever have as no, enough gumption that you and Paul Newman have to to raise the money you do for kids, you've you've got more in your pinky than than the majority of us have in this world, and, and we couldn't be happier to say we know you that we knew of Paul Newman and what you guys do for children, and you hear it all the time, Kyle. But it's so true what you guys do for children, underprivileged children, uh, dying children. There's nothing better than what you guys are doing and thank you Kyle Petty and thank you for the Victory Junction game kids. How, Gang camp how can
3: ju- how can people contribute Kyle uh, if yeah. they if they wanted to contribute to the Victory Junction camps?
8: Yeah, the Victory Junction you just go to victoryjunction.org. Um you know that's our website and and obviously uh we're we're going to be raising funds for this camp and uh seeing more and more kids there but uh, you know, uh, just to, uh, at this time, you, you just need to keep Paul's family and and the hole in the wall game group of camps themselves, whether it's painted turtle or boggy creek or uh, the original hole in the wall game camp or uh, victory junction there, victory junction here. It doesn't make any difference. Just keep us in your thoughts and prayers as we move forward, because uh, Paul was our leader, and, and I think you have to look at it that way. You know, and we took a lot of lead and took a lot of follow from him, and uh, you know, it's going to be. Uh, going to be one of those deals where we're all kind of searching right now but we're going to continue to do his work and continue to do god's work and and move this thing forward
2: kyle thank you buddy
8: thank you guys god bless you
2: Aww. kyle petty
3: the last name says it all man wow the
2: last name says it
3: all Wow, that we, we the last two guys we know a completely different way when the microphones are off yeah and they're they're two wonderful incredibly wonderful and man. And you
2: heard a lot from Kyle Petty and Mario Andretti, the sides that we know him as, yeah, right, right there. Exactly. Just yeah. like you're,
3: you're going to hear something later in the broadcast yeah. about Tony Stewart that uh, is more of who he is really than the, you know, the what everybody else knows.
2: We're going to continue on with our celebration of of Paul. Paul Newman passed away Friday afternoon, pancreatic cancer. Long battle Lung with cancer. it. Lung cancer, I'm sorry. Uh, long battle with it. And we're going to do it with a driver that, from what I'm told, he tried and tried to get him involved in acting. You know the, you know him. It's Christian Fittipaldi. He's been on hold. God bless him for 10 minutes. He's going to stick around, going to come in the Freak Nation. Tell some, some more stories about Paul Newman and running with him back in the 90s.
4: You know, Christian, you can just go back to Kyle and Mario. They, they were just such, you know, motor mouths that yeah. they took up your time, <laughs> Christian. But we will get to you. Uh, we'll
2: get to Christian Fittipaldi. And I'm sorry, affiliates, we're running late. But wouldn't you if you have Kyle Petty and Mario Andretti and Atlanta? Hey, man. Hell of a show for you guys to come on board, huh? 790 The Zone. Christian Fittipaldi and more about Paul Newman. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits. This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of
0: Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined.
2: Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent. You got some tranny problems? Well, then go get yourself some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix. It's non-solvent, formula stop slip, hesitation, and rough shifting and warranty transmissions and completely eliminates most seal leaks it lowers operating temperatures stops foaming and you can use lucas oil transmission fix in any transmission for preventative maintenance you can also use lucas oil transmission fix in light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life shoot by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some lucas oil transmission fix today
3: The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its
4: bright future. Mopar has been uniquely successful at bringing its proud heritage into the 21st century.
3: Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude, a culture, and a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts
9: around the world.
4: On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you.
9: Hey, this is Matt Land with Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. At Dixie Chopper, we understand that productivity is a function of horsepower over time. That's why we've spent 28 years developing the world's fastest, the most economical, the most environmentally friendly lawnmower in the United States. Go to DixieChopper.com to find the closest dealer to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the freak nation. Freak Nation, backed by popular demand, it's the Continental Tire
2: Ultimate Adventure. Purchase four Continental brand tires valued at $499 or more, excluding taxes, fees, and road hazard policies, and you'll receive a Navigon 2000S GPS Navigator. That's right. Load up four Continental tires valued at $499 or more, and you'll take home a sweet GPS from Navigon. It's the ultimate adventure from the official tire of the Freak Nation, Continental Tires. This freaking segment is brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You got a high-dollar sports car, an SUV, or a light truck? You need some Continental Tires on that bad boy. Log on to ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com and find the right tire for your rig. Continental Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. No, we'll jump. Like hell we will. No, it'll be okay. Would you make a jump like that you didn't have to? I have to
10: and I'm not going to. Well, we got to. Otherwise, we're dead. Come on. Just one clear shot, that's all I want.
9: Come on. We got to. Get away from me. Why? I want to fight them. They'll kill us. Maybe. You want to die? Do you? All right, I'll jump first. Nope. Then you jump first. No, I said. What's the matter with you? I can't swim. (laughs) Why, are you crazy?
11: The fall will probably kill you.
2: And, of course, Butch Cassidy, Sundance Kid, as we celebrate the life of Paul Newman, One of the biggest names in motorsports. Butch Cassidy, Sundance Kid. I can tell you stories about that movie. Man. We've already had Kyle Petty in here, Mario Andretti. And again, 790 The Zone in Atlanta. Hell of a show for you guys to kick it off the Freak Nation. Here's your phone number, 8669-FREAKS, 866-937-3257. Email Email pitcrew at speedfreaks.tv. and, of course, you can text us, text the word FREAK, and your message to 25827.
4: We've got a couple of texts already.
2: Send us your text on your best memory of Paul Newman. Yes. Or email us at pitcrewatspeedfreaks.tv. Now joining now us in the, joining the in the Freak Nation, freak Nation with some, with some a- weird-ass a- reverb I'm hearing in my ear. <laughs> this guy <laughs> drove, for, drove for Paul Newman, I believe, from 96 to 2002. It's good to get him back in here. He's running the sports car series this year. Would you please welcome back Christian Fittipaldi. What's, Fittipaldi. Fittipaldi. What's up there, Christian? What's up there, Christian? How are you guys? Are you hearing are you a reverb, hearing in, your reverb in your ear? Sorry? I guess you're not. because we, we, we hear you we fine. Hear you I'm fine. hearing this I'm double, this flange, double flange, flange in my ear as I'm talking to you. Uh,
1: no, I can hear you fine
2: also. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> hey, Paul Newman, we're celebrating the life with him uh, tonight. It was, we had Mario Andretti in here, Kyle Petty, of course. The correlation between the Victory Junction game camp and the Hole in the Wall game camp. You've got some good memories running with Paul Newman those, what, six years or so. When, do you remember the first time you met Paul Newman? Newman.
10: Paul Oh.
1: Um, I think the first time I actually, well, I actually saw Paul Newman uh, physically the first time, the beginning of 95 when I came uh, from uh, like Europe, and I started racing over here, and uh, the first time when I actually met him was Right after I signed my contract to race for his team, um, I met with Carl in uh, Chicago on a Wednesday before the Michigan race. Uh, I was talking to Carl ever since uh, August '94, and we ended up uh, putting a deal together uh, July '95. Uh, and I think the first time I actually spoke to to uh, Paul was uh, over uh, that weekend uh, in Michigan, '95. And then we announced my deal at the end of the year um, on on the last race of the season, which was Laguna Seca in uh, September.
2: Were you off-struck talking to the, the legendary actor and philanthropist Paul Newman? um uh, yeah obviously yeah there's no
1: there's no doubt about it especially when you start talking to him and you say wow it's paul newman <laughs> uh but after you get to know the guy um like I, I i spent so much time together with him that uh after a little bit and 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 just the way he was uh especially i would say maybe caring to everyone and and uh really down-to-earth guy, he was, to me, he was Paul, like uh, the Newman bit never existed and and Paul, PL, Paul, like, and I don't know, it's even hard. I only have some, some great memories about the guy.
2: Christian Fittipaldi joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. Christian Fittipaldi drove for Paul Newman. Newman Haas racing from 96 to 2002. Won him some races. Go ahead, Crash.
4: So are the rumors true that Paul really pushed to try to get you to come to Hollywood and be an actor, and you said no? No. <laughs> uh,
1: well, uh, that that talk definitely existed. Um <laughs> I don't know, my, my racing uh, business came in front of, of any potential different career that uh, could eventually happen to me, and um, I, I like driving cars. I love driving cars uh, way too much, and uh, I even actually went uh, to L.A. to see Paul Schultz together with uh, Tom Hanks, uh like a film and and I spent uh, two or three days with him and uh right after at the end of one of the days we went uh, sprint car driving, which I thought was very very uh like interesting <laughs> and,
3: interesting
1: and um what amazed me the most when I was um looking at him shoots was they 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 were out there and they were happy. They were complaining, they were doing all kinds of different things, and when they started shooting, it seemed that uh, they turned the page. They suddenly went from black to white, and, and a switch went on, and there they were in a complete different character and and just doing what they really had to do and just doing what they knew how to do best.
4: You didn't recognize PL then, did you?
1: Uh, no. well, then he was Paul Newman. Uh, no, he wasn't no. Paul anymore.
3: <laughs> uh, Christian Fittipaldi, I, you worked in Formula One, stars everywhere. I bet when you met Paul Newman, uh, you, you knew immediately that this guy was as big as anybody you ever met, but he was different.
1: Oh, yeah. There's no, there's no doubt about it. Uh, he, he, he's huge. He's huge, uh, like, all over the world. But, uh, as you said, uh, he is different, and, and that led me to, 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 to know the guy or to be very close to him and, and, and to know him as Paul. Did, that ever, did it ever ever
3: did, did it have any any impact on you deciding to sign to drive for him uh, because you knew that uh, he was a upfront guy uh,
1: no because when I went to to sign for them i didn 't know Paul Newman yet, and then the whole situation developed after I was racing for them, but uh, when I went to sign for them i was I was uh, obviously trying to, to look for uh, what was best for me. And uh, definitely his team was uh, amongst, I would say, the top two, top uh, three teams in uh, like the IndyCar racing. And uh, that's what I was trying uh, by all means uh, to get hold of. And, and then after the whole situation between myself and Paul um developed but uh because i had the opportunity to know him very very well
2: christian fittipaldi as we celebrate the life of paul newman christian fittipaldi of course drove for paul newman 96 to 2002 christian good luck to you with the rest of your sports car season for 2008 man thank you for coming in here and giving us some of those some of that insight with paul newman buddy
1: thank you very much and uh it's it's it hasn't been like uh Uh, an easy weekend for for a lot of people but uh this guy lived a great life and um i'm I'm very very happy for what he was and i'm very very happy to have had the opportunity of getting to know a person like him wow wow all
2: right christian again thank you for coming in the freak nation buddy thanks Christian Fittipaldi, more kind words about Paul Newman. And when we continue, again, affiliates, sorry we're running late. We'll get in and out of this break. And then reset, for, of course, for the top of the hour and get back into it. Graham Rahal, Justin Wilson, two drivers with Paul Newman. Mm-hmm. We'll hear from them and more coming up in Speed Freaks Pits.
12: In City's all in my I got the courage, so just beware.
2: This freaking segment is brought to you by the Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour on the Versus Network. Coming up Sunday, October 5th, 6 p.m. Eastern, it's the Enduro Cross RL Carriers Showdown. Check your local listings to find more details or log on to motorsportshour.com. It's the Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour on Versus.
0: You're listening to Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.
2: Freak Nation. I know you're familiar with Lucas Oil for your trucks and automobiles, but did you know Lucas has your motorcycle oil, too? For years, Lucas has been blending high-performance motor and gear oils for the racing industry. That led to the development of true racing oils that far exceed all manufacturer specifications and can outlast other oils up to four times on the track or on the street. If you're a street cruiser or one that runs it wide open on the dirt, get Lucas high-performance motorcycle oil today. Check out LucasOil.com for more information. Lucas Oil, the official oil of the freaks.
4: Ladies, get your freak on. Speed freaks cap sleeve shirts, half off. Ladies, got freak, half off. Brilliant. You want hats or beanies? Half off. Get the picture? Alright, guys, we got it going on for you too. Men's t-shirts, speed freaks, and freakin' is my business. All half off. We know you've got birthdays, anniversaries, baby showers. Yeah, just get on it, freak fans. Speedfreaks.tv. That's speedfreaks.tv for your half-off freakwear. <laughs>
2: Continental Tire has the right tire for your ride. And if you're looking for some high-performance tires designed specifically for today's sports cars, then a set of Conti Sport Contact Tires are the choice. Did you know Continental currently holds the record for the world's fastest standard production tire, the V Max? In fact, the entire lineup of Conti Sport Contact Tires deliver great handling and awesome performance you can feel. Find out more at ContinentalTire.com, the official tire of the Freak Nation.
12: Freak Nation, this is Rico Elmore founder and CEO or better yet pimp for fathead sunglasses you have a problem buying sunglasses that fit well we got the answer fathead sunglasses make special glasses to fit your fat head big brains whatever you want to call it your head's too big we can fit it we also have a regular size for that guy with well not such a big head. Fathead Sunglasses. That's z.com Fathead Sunglasses, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation.
2: 97.1 Freak Nation. We will continue with our salute to Paul Newman, one of the biggest names in motorsports. Going to reset for all you affiliates. Catch up with the time. Thank you for being patient. More Speed Freaks coming up. This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance
0: of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.
7: Are you
2: driving a Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler? Well, then don't screw around with anything other than authentic Mopar parts. Oil and air filters, belts, brake kits, even wiper blades are available for Mopar. Repair parts? Mopar's 'em, including alternators, starters, short blocks, and transmissions, all covered by a 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty. Log on to Mopar.com to find an authorized Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler dealer near you for authentic Mopar parts. Mopar, the performance in Speed Freaks.
3: Looking at the end of the year, we see it's time for speed freak gear: hoodies, beanies, and half price tees; visors, flat bills, and thongs <laughs> for Louise. Freakwear, speedfreaks.tv. Slamming gear at the end of the year at gift giving season, holidays, his and hers, half price discounts when it counts. Freak gear at speedfreaks.tv. That's freak gear, speed
2: Freak Nation, it's Kenny Sargent with Speed Freaks. And now the exterior of your motorcycle can match the internal performance that you've come to expect from Lucas Oil. It's Lucas Slick Mist, and it's the perfect quick detailer for any application you can think of. Specially formulated for safe interaction on paint, glass, vinyl, even Lexan. Lucas Slick Mist. Showroom shine in a bottle. Available at AutoZone and other fine automotive retailers. Lucas Oil Slick Mist. The detailer for Speed Freaks.
4: Everybody's running around worrying about how much everything costs, like high gas prices. That's out of my hands. I focus on the things I can control, like dinner time. I run that. See, making sure that my family isn't shortchanged at the dinner table is up to me.
0: Hamburger Helper is the great-tasting, quick, and affordable meal that the whole family will love.
4: Gas prices are going to keep doing what they do. And I'm going to keep doing what I do, giving my family the fill-up
0: they need. Hamburger Helper, one pound, one pan.
9: One happy family!
0: 97.1 KLSX, K L S X HD, Los Angeles.
2: This freaking segment is brought to you by Speed Zone. Get two hours of unlimited play for only $19.99. That's two hours of unlimited go-karts, dragsters, mini golf, and video games only $19.99. Get the coupon for big savings at speedzone.com. Speed Zone in the city of Industry in Southern California. SpeedZone, the official adrenaline of Speed Freaks.
5: I can eat 50 eggs.
0: Nobody can eat 50 eggs. You just said he could eat anything. You
2: ever eat
0: 50 eggs? Nobody ever eat 50 eggs.
9: Hey, Lugas, we got a bet here. My boss
0: says he can eat 50 eggs, he can eat
9: 50 eggs. Yeah, but in how long?
5: The hour. Well, I believe I'll take part of that wager. No.
9: Two dollars, right here on the way to go. Oh, come on now, let's talk some money. Oh, $20. Yeah, come on now, right over here. <laughs> Look what you have to say, 50. Why couldn't you say 35
5: or 39? That seems a nice round number.
9: Luke, that's money you're talking
5: about.
12: Yeah, well, it'd be something to do.
2: Cool hand, Luke. Paul Newman. Oh, man. Was it
4: Larry King live last night, or where did I see that he was laughing about all the eggs were just an illusion?
2: God. And that whole movie, you just you if you didn't sweat watching that movie and have like a a film on you,
3: just it was just such a I know some of the women who watched it sweated.
4: <laughs> uh huh.
2: <laughs> We're celebrating the life of Paul Newman tonight in Speed Freak's Pits. Paul Newman, one of the biggest names in motorsports and of course an open wheel. Started a team in nineteen eighty two, three.
4: Oh, what was it? Two or three, yeah. Yeah. I believe 83.
2: With Carl Haas. And then, uh, of course, the latest creation was Newman Haas-Lanigan. And uh, coming up, Graham Rahal, who drives for Newman Haas-Lanigan. He's going to be here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Dad had a chance to catch up with him. And now joining us here in the Freak Nation. It's been a while since we haven't had him in here. Good to get him back in. He got, his fr- he got the last win for Paul Newman. Would you please welcome back to the Speed Freaks Pits, Justin Wilson. What's up there, Justin? <laughs>
7: Not much. How are you doing?
2: Well, we always enjoy it when we get you in here because you're pretty straightforward and, and up front with us. But it's somewhat of a sad moment to get you in today. But we're celebrating the life of, of course, Paul Newman and, and what he's done for motorsports and really what he's done for your career as well. And uh, when you won, was that – where was that? Detroit. That was in Detroit. When you won in Detroit, Justin, that was – was I understand that was a victory that you, you dedicated to, to Paul Newman. You knew that he was – uh, he wasn't doing well at the time, right?
7: Yeah. I mean, it's um, something since I joined the team. I, I've been looking forward to the moment of getting my first win for the team. And, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of history with this team. It's, it's one I've followed for many years and wanted to be a part of for so long. Okay. And, um, you know, once I uh, I got that victory, you know, I wanted to dedicate it to Paul because, um, you know, times were were tough, but but also after every race he would always contact me. uh, Usually I'd be out busy doing uh, media interviews and he'd leave me a voicemail or occasionally I got to to catch him on the phone. But he'd always, you know, ring me up and tell me, what a great race and, you know, didn't work out or, or great job or whatever it was. It was it was always very supportive and he understood exactly what the drivers are doing and, and, uh, and the effort we're putting in. So, you know, that was my, my main reason for, for dedicating the win to him. And, um, you know, it's, it was just a, a great moment for myself to finally achieve that for, for a team with this kind of history.
2: Justin Wilson joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pitch. Justin Wilson driving for newman Haas lanigan in the IndyCar Series. Crash, go ahead.
4: What did he say to you after that win? Did you have one of those phone calls?
7: Uh, I actually got an email. And, um, you know, full sometimes was, uh, you know, of, like myself, very short on words. So you just said absolute legal performance, uh, best Newman. So it was it was pretty cool. Um, you know, so, you know, sometimes he would uh, he'd just come out with things like that that just were so intense. You know, just a couple of words, but uh, he just left you there. To, you know, thinking about exactly what he said, and he obviously put a lot of thought into the couple of words he chose.
4: That's awesome.
3: Yeah, there's a a, a great, great piece on uh, time.com that talks about uh, the life of Paul Newman and how he fits in the panoply of things in the entertainment world and one of the things that's mentioned in there is that he always felt like he was uh, a a conversation came tough for him so hearing you uh, talk about it like this uh, it it kind of fits that did you find that when you had a chance to talk to him in the motor home or in the garage when you could just kick back and put your feet up and have a brew uh, or some other adult beverage did you find conversation easy or tough with Paul Newman
7: uh, it was actually quite easy. Um I think the thing with Paul is he, he always liked to choose his words very carefully and you know it's it's very easy to say the wrong thing and um but he he was very deliberate with what he said and um you know for obvious reasons he was uh was quite a, an impressive person and people took every single word he said uh, literally so he was always careful and you know that's something uh that's It's great to listen to and um you know just had some uh, some you know good conversations use you, you know ninety nine percent of the time it was about the car or the performance, and he was always very interested in in and uh, what was going on and and how things were, were working out.
3: Justin Wilson, it's amazing that I've known some actors and most of them you couldn't talk to unless somebody wrote a script for them to say the words. It's refreshing to hear that Newman was intelligent enough to hold a conversation about uh, other things. Did you guys ever talk about music or or food or anything else that might have been on his mind? Uh,
7: No, I mean, unfortunately I only got to to be with him or drive for his team for one year so you know we'd, we'd never got to spend uh a lot of quality time together but uh most of the time we were in pit lane or you know in the the team motorhome so like i said it was it was usually about the car the situation the races or you know some of some of his experiences so um you know it was it was always racing related
2: Justin Wilson joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Justin Wilson driving for Paul Newman, Haas and Lanigan Racing for the IndyCar Series, and of course, you ran in Formula One. Justin, I, I would imagine knowing Paul and his his love for motorsports, he may have had some questions for you about running in Formula One.
7: I see. No, I mean it, it, he. Um I think, you know, he's, he's seen enough of the Formula One and, you know, my <laughs> Formula One career was a couple of years before, you know, prior to uh, for me driving for him. So um, usually, like I said, we're, we're always talking about strategy or, or how things unfolded in the race. You know, it's just, um, you know, it's always in the moment. So, you know, never reminiscing too much. We're always thinking about uh, about the next time.
3: You know, Justin Wilson, I... I uh, I found myself once talking with the, uh, of one of the largest names in NASCAR stock car racing about getting around the course at Fontana, and in the midst of the conversation, I had to laugh and apologize, because here I am telling one of the great drivers in uh, NASCAR how to get around Fontana. Did Paul Newman ever come to you and give you some advice on how to get a car around a particular track that maybe he'd driven on before? <laughs>
7: Uh, yeah, I, I don't recall any sp- specific uh, occasion, but we did talk about driving and, um, and that was the thing that impressed me is, is Paul, you know, I n- knew he'd raced and I'd actually seen him compete at Daytona. I think, uh, was it, um, you know, 2005 or 2006, I think it was, or 2005. So I, I knew he had a good understanding of driving and, and that's, that's the the thing that impressed me is he, he knows how to get a race car to go fast. And, um, you know, so you could talk about the dynamics of driving and the, you know, the weight transfer and, you know, things that, uh, you don't normally get to talk about with your team boss. It's, uh, it was, it was pretty cool to, to have somebody understood and, and realized when you're out there giving it a hundred percent, that. um, yeah, it it makes a difference.
2: Justin Wilson is his name, driving for Newman Haas Lanigan Racing, got Paul Newman's last win in Detroit for the IndyCar Series for two thousand eight. And J- I'm just
4: gonna throw it out there. What's that? Two
2: thousand nine IndyCar Champ. Oh damn. I don't know his teammate may have something to say uh, yeah. about uh, that. No, no, well, maybe crasher. maybe
4: Graham has something to say about that, but you know what? I'm All just right. I'm throwing it out there. There's there a lot go, that's Justin. going on this yeah. this this off season. <laughs> the team is getting everything in line right. and I just I think Newman's going to be looking looking down on them and giving them a little good mojo and I am thinking go, it's going to go their way.
2: There it is. Just take yeah. it home with you. Dave. I like the sound of that. Nice. <laughs> hey JW, man, thank you for coming in here and sharing some some of your thoughts for, about uh, the legendary motorsports fan, Paul Newman. Thank you, Justin.
7: Thanks very much. Thank you.
2: Justin Wilson driving for newman Haas lanigan Racing. Again, got the last win for Paul Newman in August, was it?
4: No, it was Labor Day weekend. Labor Detroit. Day
2: weekend in Detroit. Uh, man.
4: And it was cool because Paul Newman wanted to be with family. He did not want to pass in, in the hospital. So mid-August, he requested to go back home and be with his family and in more comfortable surroundings. And so he was watching that race from his own home, which had to have been a relief from being in the hospital. It's just it's the whole scenario is pretty neat.
2: In motorsports, there are many names. Well, not a, there are many names that you may know after you well, read about them in the paper or... If someone tells you stories about him, but there are there aren't a whole lot of names that, as Statman and I were talking about earlier, that transcend motorsports. There is another name in motorsports that, when you mention Ray Hall, Bobby Ray Hall, when you hear Ray Hall, it's not as prevalent as okay Petty or Andretti, but still, it's a big time motorsports name that's again transcends a little bit more than just off the track. And his son Graham Ray Hall runs for Paul Newman and I'm going to say that he runs he didn't he didn't he didn't run for him he No runs. it's not past tense it he is runs he runs for Paul Yeah, runs for Paul Newman yeah, right. for That's Paul a good Newman. point
4: good point though
2: Graham Ray Hall runs for Paul Newman got uh, his first win with Paul Newman out of the like the third or fourth second race in yep. the IndyCar series this year yeah, St. Pete. Petersburg Yeah St. Yeah. Petersburg Statman had a chance to catch up with Graham Ray Hall little Graham Ray Hall the son of course Bobby Ray Hall Bobby Ray Hall drove for Paul Newman in the Can-Am days back in the 80s
3: yeah, uh, eighty, nineteen eighty. Yeah. In fact, it was. Yeah,
2: this is Statman talking with Graham Rahal, and Graham Rahal's response on the loss of Paul Newman here in the Speed Freaks pits.
11: Obviously, it's it's very difficult for us as a team, and for me personally, I think that that Paul was probably my biggest fan um, and biggest supporter. I mean, I, I think without him, um, I don't know exactly where I'd be. I mean, obviously, I've got great support from my other two uh, team owners, but. Uh Paul was instrumental in getting me with Newman Haas Landing and Racing and, and obviously he'll be uh he'll be deeply missed.
3: I imagine that you have been around racing all your life. Uh you probably knew Paul Newman in a different way than everyone else, even more than as a movie star and more than as a racing icon.
11: I think you're right. I mean, uh I I can't imagine the first time that I actually met him, but uh but as everybody knows, I mean, my dad drove for him in nineteen eighty. Uh, in can-am and then and then with me being there as part of the team last couple of years i think paul was a huge part of the of of obviously my career and, and dad's as well i spoke with him quite often and and i i kind of feel a little regretful that i didn't speak with him over the past couple of weeks because with him not being here anymore certainly the world's a different place
3: we're talking with graham ray hall driver and friend of the freaks uh, about Paul Newman, who uh, was a family friend and a, uh, a team owner, uh, Graham. When you uh, when you think of Paul, uh, do you think of him like maybe an uncle, someone that you know is a, a member of the family, rather than just someone that you drove for or someone that you looked at with some distance?
11: I, I certainly didn't look at him as a boss. Um, I don't think that you can that you can even put Paul in that place. He, as I said. He was more of a friend. He was someone that was very close to our family, very close to my mom, um, and someone that we all respected a lot. I mean, if you look at all the things that he's done for humanity, I think that there's, there's no one else that really matches up to Paul.
3: You know, we read a comment by uh, Tony Stewart uh, on the news of uh, Paul Newman's death. And uh, Stuart, instead of talking about uh, the movie icon or the racing icon, he talked about his charitable work. Is that part of Paul Newman's uh, life maybe hit you and that maybe uh, as you grow in a a racing career, that maybe that might be something you'll take with you?
11: Absolutely. I think, um, as I said, he's the type of guy that you want to model your life after. You know, I'm already trying my best. We did a limited edition special helmet as a tribute to Paul um, for the Mid Ohio race, in which we're going to auction off. Uh, I was very fortunate that that my my helmet painter Troy Lee uh, decided to go in on this with me, and we're going to auction it off on eBay starting early this week. And uh, and all those proceeds will go to the Hole in the Wall Camps. And uh, and so we're we're trying to do our best with what we have right now. And and if there's any part that I can play in, in the camps, that's that's really what I want to do for him. I know that that's what Paul really loved. You know, I, I always tell people he made his money in the same movies, but his passion was really in racing and, and the kids that are at his camps. So uh, for me, you know, anything that I can do to help that along, that's what I'd like to do.
3: Do you have something, I know personal memories are personal memories, and and they'll stay with you, but is there something you could share with the Freak Nation about a memory that you have with Paul Newman that maybe uh, you'll take with you as you go forward?
11: Well, I would say my very first memory, which is probably, um, I shouldn't say it's my first, but probably my strongest is um, in 2006 when I was in Atlantic. Uh, I wasn't even driving for him at the time. And, uh, and hadn't really been in any discussions or talks about joining the team. But I won a, I won a very difficult race in Montreal in the rain over Simon Paginot. and And to my surprise, when I pull in the victory circle, the very first person I found leaning over the edge of the car was Paul Newman. Oh, and it was one of those things you certainly don't expect it, but that's just the type
3: of guy that Paul was. Thanks, Graham. I appreciate your time and your memories of Paul Newman. Absolutely. Thank
2: you. Statman catching up with Graham Rahal. Graham Rahal driving for Newman-Haas Racing in the IndyCar Series. Got his first win with Newman-Haas Lanigan, second race of the year. As we remember the life of Paul Newman, of course, big-time motorsports you know, I'm, I'm even going to kind of say motorsports philanthropist. What he gave to motorsports—just
4: <laughs> a big-time person. He—he—he's yeah, he a, yeah, he he a, a living legend. He was a living legend. He—he is a legend. Yeah, bottom line,
3: he's a, a different kind of person. And once in a while, they come along, and and uh, I never met him, but I you know saw him from a distance, and certainly uh, interacted with him in a movie experience or whatever. Mm-hmm. But and talk to him on the phone. But he's a, uh, just an incredible person, and there's so few in the motorsports world.
2: Coming up next, we're going to talk with Stanton Barrett. You may know the name for as well, again, for several reasons. A big-time stunt man, Of course, runs in the NASCAR series. But next year, he's going to be running in the IndyCar series. And we come to find out he's the godson of Paul Newman. It's crazy how this thing works. Mm-hmm. so Stanton Barrett he's Barrett he's coming up in the Speed Freaks pits and we hope to get to the Gilles DeFerrin interview former IndyCar champion hope to get him in here but what we want to do before we go to break I want to leave you with an instance from Paul Paul Newman and Sebastian Bourdais his former three-time champ car champion four time. four-time champ car champion they were on David Letterman when was that Crasher
4: Oh, goodness, it had to have been the end of last year.
2: The end of last year. This is, this is probably Paul,
4: November-ish.
2: Paul Newman on David Letterman about his last race. This is Paul Newman with David Letterman, Speed Freaks Pits. When you go to these races, uh, is your wife, uh,
0: oh, hot diggity, let's go, or is she... <laughs> what kind of... What kind of
5: support do you get at home there? Well, Joy and I have been together for 50 years. 50 years, that's remarkable. This this is an example why. uh, On the morning of that race, she handed me my helmet like this Mm. and said, and this is your last race. Oh. And uh, I started third and I finished first. Congratulations. Congratulations. She came back to the trailer when I uh, was getting out of my suit, and she said, uh, you must never give up racing.
11: (laughs) (laughs) That's very
3: sweet. And then
5: then she turned around and she said, and furthermore, you must never listen to anything I say.
3: (laughs) That that tells me that maybe
2: she
12: had money on the race. Is that probably what we... (laughs) want a Why couple don't of bucks. I just had a new insurance account.
10: <laughs> Good evening, my fellow citizens.
3: The man who first married the internet and motorsports died this week. The moment passed with little mention, but millions are in debt to Michael Hollander's vision. I met Michael through a mutual friend more than 30 years ago when he ran a bulletin board for car techies at TRW here in Southern California. His brilliance moved me to jealousy. I was that small. Mike's brilliance followed him throughout his life. Before there was the World Wide Web with graphics and video and the like, Mike was delivering motorsports journalism worldwide in a nerdy community called CompuServe on this text-based thing called the internet. The internet was created for educators and warmongers, but Mike used it in a constant battle to educate us about motorsports. Even the idiots who blather on about useless nonsense owe him a thanks. How do you replace someone who looked into the darkness, stepped into it, and built a road for us to follow? The point is, you can't. Like the commercial says, Mike was a human being, and we all benefited from it. Peace. Peace. This freaking segment
2: is brought to you by Speed Zone. Get two hours of unlimited play for only $19.99. That's two hours of unlimited go-karts, dragsters, mini-golf, and video games. Only nineteen ninety nine. dollars Get the coupon for big savings at SpeedZone.com. SpeedZone in the city of industry in Southern California. SpeedZone, the official adrenaline
0: of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined.
2: Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent giving you the guarantee to stop your leaks in power steering units with lucas oil power steering stop leak or your money back it corrects rack and pinion problems and lucas oil power steering stop leak is totally effective in reducing slacks wheels and hard spots in worn rack and pinions your results will be immediate and long lasting quit wasting your time and money get lucas oil power steering stop leak guaranteed to stop seal leaks and power steering units or your money back swing by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some lucas oil power steering stop leak today
3: The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude. On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you. After all, Mopar is family.
9: This is Matt Land, the voice of Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. You want to spend more time with your family? You want to get out of the yard? And you want to do it cheaper this year? You might want to look into propane. Matter of fact, you need to look into propane. And Dixie Chopper is the only... U.S. manufacturer to offer you the world's fastest lawnmower available in propane. Visit DixieChopper.com for a dealer closest to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the Freak Nation.
2: At Continental Tire, they have the right tire for your ride. The Continental Contact series of tires are available for whatever you drive. High performance sports car, touring sedan, minivan, light truck or SUV. Protect your most valuable assets: you, your family, and your vehicle. Demand quality, demand performance, demand Continental. To find a retailer near you, visit continentaltire.com. Continental Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. This is
3: One of the cornerstones of the Mopar brand in drag racing is stepping out of his funny car in a few weeks. Four-time NHRA world champion Gary Selzy plans to lead NHRA drag racing at the end of this season. Gary and his two brothers run Selzy Enterprises, a custom truck body manufacturing company based in Fresno, California. Gary said he plans to concentrate on maintaining and growing the family business, and he can't do that in this economy while running dragsters all over the country at 330 miles an hour and winning championships. Gary Selzy... He is drag racing for his legion of fans. He's one of only two to ever win top fuel and funny car championships in the history of NHRA drag racing. And Gary making a decision based on family shouldn't surprise any of those fans either. It's why we've supported his racing all along. After all, Mopar is family. This is Mopar.
9: Remember, the Performance is by Mopar.
3: This
2: Freakin' segment is brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You got a high-dollar sports car, an SUV, or a light truck? You need some Continental Tires on that bad boy. Log on to ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com and find the right tire for your rig. Continental Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. You're back with Speed Freak Statman Carruthers. Crash Gladys, I'm Kenny Sargent as we celebrate the life of Paul Newman, one of the biggest names in motorsports and what he's done for motorsports. Started off with Mario Andretti, Cal Petty, Graham Rahal, Justin Wilson.
4: Christian Fittipaldi.
2: Christian Fittipaldi. Some of the biggest names in motorsports coming in here. Celebrating the life of Paul Newman. And we continue. This guy made some news earlier this week. Moving over from NASCAR into the IndyCar Series for 2009 with a teammate.
4: Yes, he will. But uh, to be named, yet to be named.
2: Ye- yet to be named. And... Uh, as we're talking to st- talking to him, we found out that that Paul Newman was his godfather. Would you please welcome stunt car pilot, stunt car driver, stunt car man, extraordinary <laughs> <Started> man? <there. laughs> man. <laughs> Do we say former NASCAR driver?
13: Uh, no, I hope not.
2: All right, okay. okay. And uh, NASCAR driver and eventual IndyCar pilot Stanton Barrett. What's up, Stanton?
13: Thank you, thank you. Thanks for having me on the show.
2: It's uh, funny how this works. That, uh, of course, with the passing of Paul Newman, we find out that you were his godson. Uh,
13: uh, so uh, he and my dad always said. I don't know if that's actual factual, but they they say so.
4: <laughs> According to pops. Okay,
2: that's true. Though it, it, it doesn't matter as long as Paul and your old man agree on it, right?
13: I guess so. That's all. That's all I need.
2: Stanton, did uh, your, I know your dad? Of course, is heavily involved in uh, stunt work in Hollywood. Did he ever do anything with Paul Newman?
13: Yeah, I mean, he uh, doubled Paul throughout most of his career and uh, Burt Reynolds and some other people and that's how they originally met on uh, I'm not sure which film, but um, during the day, my dad was a pretty uh, high in demand stunt guy and um, the producers wanted the best stunt guy for the best actors and uh, I don't know, he got on Paul's show and, uh, and, they, and they hit it off. They have very similar personalities and, and both really great, unique individuals, so They developed a a close friendship from there on forth and uh, spent a lot of time together.
4: So how did this story that I I think it was in Skiing Magazine that I heard about, how did the story come about that Paul Newman actually babysat you on Mammoth Mountain?
13: Well, my mom, uh, obviously, and my grandparents are from Mammoth and they lived up there. And, uh, during the time my dad was working in the film in- industry, he lived in Mammoth as well, went back and forth. He drove back and forth, uh, sometimes every day, which is a four or five hour drive. And, uh, you know, Paul came up, and uh, used to visit my dad to get away and and go skiing and enjoy uh, hanging out with him. So I know sometimes (laughs) he took care of us when my dad and mom were out doing some things. And uh, obviously I don't remember that because I was too young when we lived up there. But uh, there are some pictures and uh, some funny stories from he, he and my dad.
3: So you, uh, Stanton Barrett, you have the pictures. Is that what you're telling us? That you would have the, whenever people talk about it, you got the pictures and you have the pictures of Paul Newman, huh?
13: Well, my dad has the pictures. Okay. <laughs> did, did Paul
2: Newman ever ask you to eat 35 eggs in an hour?
13: No. I would throw up at two eggs.
2: <laughs> Stanton Barrett joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. NASCAR pilot, now IndyCar pilot, but more importantly, big-ass stunt car uh person how
13: what do you what am i
4: trying to
2: say stunt man stunt, stunt man but there's stunt, stunt women.
13: But, everybody thinks i only do car stunts but i do all kinds of stunts
4: but, but, no 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 good point what is this i hear also about you wanting to get into the x games coming up uh the winter x games
13: well, I've been trying to get on that. I almost uh, did it in 2001 when I raced for the Factory Skidoo Snowcross team uh, for Mark Warner and Skidoo and uh, like I said, in 2001. And I had been racing uh, every race in the series leading up to the X Games and was supposed to do the X Games. And two weeks before the race leading into it, I broke my femur. And uh, that put me out of commission. Damn okay. no.
4: Is there anything <laughs> you don't do?
13: Um I don't skateboard very well, but I, I do the, uh, the the downhill skateboarding, the carving boards pretty well, but just not the the freestyle skateboarding stuff.
3: Madness. Yeah, Stan Barrett, I have a nephew who does uh, a stunt work in uh, Vancouver, and oh, yeah. he tells me uh, that one of the great things is when he gets a speaking line in some films, he's done some. In fact, he got beaten up by Jet Lee in uh, which <laughs> Romeo Must Die, and uh, he's, he told me that uh, they had to stop shooting because Lee grabbed him once, and, and he was taking him out, and he said, wait, 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 cut, cut. Has <laughs> anything like that ever happened to you? Have you ever gotten involved in, uh, like, a fight or something? something, and all of a sudden it got serious, and you had to stop and straighten everything out?
13: No, not really. Actually, there's one story when I was on The Patriot. I uh, was, was doing a scene with Mel Gibson, and he was doing this big fight scene when he was rescuing his son in the film, Heath Ledger, and he and we had a pretty elaborate uh, scene together where he was cutting me up with an axe, uh, not really cutting, but but using the axe to, to cut my legs and chest and head, and... and, and, and we, you rehearse it for days with the stunt guys you know with with a double and then you get all the choreography in and then you expect the actor to come in which he's really good at him to to do it in 2 seconds and there's a lot of stuff going on so he in your in the timing is really important to make it look real so uh you know he's doing his thing and we're going over this stuff and and you can tell he's not getting it so you have to anticipate his moves and we had to do it three or four times because, you know, he, he goes for a different move and you're not ready. It's not going to look right. So he had it down perfectly. Everything worked out just to the point where he uppercuts me with an axe and my head gets split open and I fall down. <laughs> he really hits me with the rubber axe, which it, it doesn't feel good, but it's not going to kill you. Ouch. <laughs> and he hits me. And I do my old action and fall back dead, and he just goes, "Oh my God!" and comes to my, you know, comes and grabs me like he killed me, and it totally ruined the shot. I'm like, "What are you doing? We just did this for 15 Uh-oh. minutes."
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's like just go with it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. a comedian uh, screwing up the wow. punchline to the joke. Yeah, you have to do the whole thing again.
13: But it was funny because he was really concerned. You know, he thought he ripped my head off. <laughs> so we had to do it again.
3: Stanton Barrett joins us here in the
2: Speed Freaks Pits. Stunt man, IndyCar driver, NASCAR pilot. All right, a little bit about the IndyCar series. You're moving into 2009. You're taking the same sponsors, including NOS and your other folks with you?
13: Uh, no, NOS is, is not going. Uh, we're going to have a different primary, which is going to be announced uh not real soon but fairly soon and then Inter-Rush and grand stay hotels and suites will be on board as well and we have a few other partners that are actually new for this year jumping on board um rose uh rosebud furnitures and um just uh, just a couple different people um that have shown a lot of interest with the indycar thing and where their schedule goes and the entertainment value and it's really cool that they finally merged it was something that paul's been uh wanting to see for a long time and i think a lot of owners uh, get that series back on top where it used to be and, and um, get get more drivers and teams involved and get the ratings up and uh, it, it's a really exciting series so i'm looking forward to getting in on the ground floor of that organization and, and their new merger and uh, doing something fun
4: when will you and greg beck and carrie agajanian announce darren manning as your second driver
13: I know nothing about that. Nice.
4: Come on, I'm trying to. I'm trying to force feed you.
13: I know not about. nothing. I will call Greg tomorrow, and I'll give you some inside news. Just don't tell it came from me.
4: Okay, okay. That that sounds very good. Now, real quick, you had mentioned Paul and how he had been wanting to see these series get back together. That's something that I was finding out, and I forgot to ask Mario at the top of our show. I'm finding that out by reading a ton of stuff this weekend, that he was actually in that very first meeting at Mario's house with Tony George, Brian Barnhart, Mario, Kevin Kalkoven, Paul Genalosi, and Paul because a lot of people remember Paul on the Letterman show and on Leno saying bad things about the IndyCar series. He was really against IndyCar with the split, but he really did make a turnaround, didn't he, these past couple years, and he was able to pass away knowing that everything was going to be fine, and yes, they came back together, and yes, he was instrumental in that, correct?
13: I think he was very instrumental. He's very outspoken, and he was the only one that stayed true to staying with the old champ car series and and really wanted to see everybody get back together and see road racing oval racing exist coexist together and the indy 500 get back to the stature that it used to be so you know i think he was a pretty substantial driving force and that i know in some calls and conversations and just being around uh he was pretty active in voicing his opinion and also um getting people together whether he was there or not uh, to talk about those terms and try to get to the series to to get back together and find a happy medium so they could go back to racing the way it used to be.
2: Stanton Barrett is his name, stuntman, NASCAR, IndyCar pilot. Barrett, when you get back in Southern California, let's get you in here to be a fourth freak, all right?
13: I'd love to get in there anytime, time, and uh, I'm not yet in the IndyCar Pilot, but I will come April.
2: <laughs> nice. That's oh, true. Oh, come
4: on. just Everybody no, else is r- saying you just are. roll with it, you bastard. Oh, okay. <laughs> then
13: then I'll, I'll take the easy way out. I'm an IndyCar Pilot.
4: There <laughs> you go.
2: All right, Stanton, man. We know you're up, up in uh,
13: Idaho, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm at my father's in Idaho, just nice. hanging out with him.
2: Well, dude, thanks for taking time out. I know it's been a rough week for everybody involved with Paul Newman and his life, but thank you for taking time out and coming to the Freak Nation, buddy.
13: Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for uh, doing the tribute and just uh, everybody keep in mind what a great character he was. There's no nobody that I know like him except uh, my father, Hal. And, and um, I mean, he did so much for so many people, so humble for what he's accomplished. And just uh, if, if everybody can just give back a fraction of what he did, we're going to be in a much better world. So uh, keep yes. that in mind, everybody.
2: Thanks, Dan. Cool. All right, thank you. Wow. Stan Barrett. That, that, that is a good,
4: yeah
3: let's right. give back a piece.
2: When we continue, Gilles DeFerrin, open wheel well, champion, champ car champion, Indy 500 champion. He has a few stories on Paul Newman. And I'm going to read a statement from Tony Stewart, a Tony Stewart side that most of you don't know. It's all coming up as we throw it out there for Paul Newman. And the motorsports contributions that he's made are just crazy, as you can hear. More freaks coming up. This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official
0: performance of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined.
4: Hey, freaks, I know a manly mower when I ride one. But the tough, compact Iron Eagle from Dixie Chopper, it's for the ladies, too. The Iron Eagle is the newest mower from Dixie Chopper, powered by a Kohler engine in 2023 and 25 horsepower options. And the Iron Eagle is available in 44, 50, and 60-inch decks, too. I do know a little bit about trimming the North 40, and I'll do it with the Iron Eagle from Dixie Chopper, a lower price tag and rugged features professionals use every day. Dixie Chopper, the official mower of Speed Freaks.
2: Hey, Freaks, Kenny Sargent here, and gas prices are flat outrageous. I've got you something for a bit of relief. It's Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment, designed to increase power and fuel mileage, plus lower exhaust emissions lucas oil fuel treatment is a powerful blend of oils and additives that contain no solvents and is formulated for both gasoline and diesel engines carbureted or fuel injected it cleans and lubricates and causes the fuel to burn more thoroughly for increased power and less fuel consumption start saving now and get lucas oil fuel treatment at your favorite auto parts dealer today
12: Freak Nation, this is Rico Elmore, founder and CEO, or better yet, pimp for Fathead Sunglasses. you have a problem buying sunglasses that fit? Well, we got the answer. Fathead Sunglasses makes special glasses to fit your fat head. Big brains, whatever you want to call it. Your head's too big, we can fit it. We also have a regular size for that guy with, well... Not such a big head. Fathead Sunglasses. That's fatheadswithaz.com. Fathead Sunglasses, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation.
2: Are you driving a Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler? Well, then don't screw around with anything other than authentic Mopar parts. Oil and air filters, belts, brake kits, even wiper blades are available from Mopar. Repair parts? Mopar's 'em, including alternators, starters, short blocks, and transmissions, all covered by a 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty. Log on to Mopar.com to find an authorized Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler dealer near you for authentic Mopar parts. Mopar, the performance in Speed Freaks. This freaking segment is brought to you by the Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour on the Versus Network. Coming up Sunday, October 5th, 6 p.m. Eastern, it's the Enduro Cross RL Carrier Carriers Showdown. Check your local listings to find more details or log on to motorsportshour.com. It's the Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour on Versus.
10: Throw him out of here, Sheriff. I want him out of my courtroom. I want him out of our town. Throw him out of here, Sheriff. I want him out of my courtroom. I want him out of our town. Put it simple. If you're going hard enough left, you'll find yourself turning right.
2: From the movie Cars, Doc Hudson. And if you're six years old or, hell, thirty years, a 30-year-old parent, you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say the Cars movie. My God.
4: Excellent flick.
2: Uh, Doc Hudson, right? Doc he Hudson. He was like a Plymouth or something. What the hell was he in that movie? He's a big nose old fifties. Yeah, 40s. I'm ashamed. To, I'm
3: ashamed to admit I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> yeah. Throw yeah. him out of here, sheriff! I want him out of my courtroom.
10: I want him out of our town.
4: Wait, play play the next one because he's talking about you have to go. It's, it's the NASCAR way. You have to turn right to go left.
10: Put it simple. If you're going hard enough left, you'll find yourself turning right. Nice.
2: <laughs> we caught up earlier with Gilda Ferrin, Champ Car champion, Indy 500 champion. Didn't drive for Paul Newman when
3: he drove against. Him.
2: He drove against Paul Newman with Team Penske, of course, but wanted to get his take. Gilles DeFerrin, who's running in the Petit Le Mans next weekend at Road Atlanta with Dario Franchitti and Scott Dixon, but here's Gilles DeFerrin and his take on running against Paul Newman here in the Speed Freaks Pits.
14: I guess uh, you know, um, obviously, um, you know, we uh, raced uh, a race against uh, Newman Haas, uh you know they were one, uh, our chief competitors uh, throughout my uh, IndyCar career, and uh, and I guess the the, the 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 memory that sticks the most in my mind it was uh, the test, a pre-season test uh, we had in Silverstone, not in Silverstone, I'm sorry, in Sebring, um, sometime in the late 90s, I don't remember exactly the year. Michael was running, uh, and um, you know Paul was was out there just. Uh, Following the test, it was a three-day test, and he was there all three days. And uh, I remember we—I sat down uh, next to him and and talked to him for about half an hour. And uh, you know, you could see that there was a, a guy out there who was totally in love with the sport and uh, just uh, really enjoying uh, being there and, and Sebring in Sebring in February. So, uh,
2: well, the big deal though, Jill is the fact that an owner showed up at a test. Exactly. I mean. Uh, yeah.
14: Especially big guns on there like like he
2: was, you know. And of course, Paul Newman, Gilda DeFerrin talking about Paul Newman. That was a big deal with Paul Newman, a team owner showing up in an actual IndyCar car test or Champ car test. And you can get that full interview with Gilda DeFerrin on our website at SpeedFreaks TV, where he talks about it. Some other instances with Paul Newman, and of course the Petit Le Mans. At the Road Atlanta.
4: Yeah, he talks about Dario Franchitti and Skivvies, too.
2: Oh, he does talk about it in, the, in Tidy whites You got the cool hand, Luke, to run underneath this real quick Your wheels? Man, it's been a big old two-hour show. Mario Andretti was in here. Kyle Petty was in here. Christian Fittipaldi was here. Stanton Barrett, Justin Wilson, Graham Rahal. The last two names, of course, running for Paul Newman, Carl Haas, Lanigan Racing, Michael Lanigan. Michael Lanigan. Every one of us have memories of Paul Newman. Stat does, Triple F, Wheels, AJ, Crash, myself, we've all got it. And it's been a big show. We couldn't have done it without Stat and Crash and Triple F and Wheels. And AJ, thank you guys for making this thing possible.
4: I like something his daughters said in the statement. They said, always to the end, Dad was incredibly grateful for his good fortune. In his own words, it's been a privilege to be here.
2: And from Tony Stewart. Paul Newman was a phenomenal individual who made a profound impact throughout his life. His acting skills are well known, but equally impressive was his desire to give back and help those who just didn't get the same shake out of life that he did and that we did. Tony Stewart and Paul Newman.
3: Paul Newman talked taught- uh, Tony Stewart, the idea of philanthropy and giving back. And yeah. that's the Tony Stewart that, that, right. that the three of us know.
4: Paul just, he taught everybody. We all, like Stanton said, need to learn from Paul. What a wonderful, generous, selfless human being.
2: Matt Edgar, Mr. Saltzman, of course, with The Zone 790, our new Atlanta affiliate. Thank you guys for allowing us to come in there and be a part of it. a heck of a show to kick off there in Atlanta gonna leave you with some words from Paul Newman Paul Newman saying goodbye it's Paul Newman and our salute to Paul Newman the Speed Freaks pits
10: I want to thank all of you uh, for for your uh, generosity both in t- terms of time and money and your devotion to the whole new no Orleans gang camp um, and I I get a lot of stuff back and it's um, it's The best kind of feedback that you can get and uh, the contribution to the comfort and the needs of the children are extraordinary. I thank you for it, Um, just lay back and raise hell, bye.
2: This freaking segment is brought to you by Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Try one out today at your local Dixie Chopper dealer. To find the closest dealer to you, go to DixieChopper.com. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of Speed Freaks.
0: You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined.
2: Continental Tire has the right tire for your ride. And if you're looking for some high-performance tires designed specifically for today's sports cars, then a set of Conti Sport contact tires are the choice. Did you know... Continental currently holds the record for the world's fastest standard production tire, the VMAX. In fact, the entire lineup of Conti Sport contact tires deliver great handling and awesome performance you can feel. Find out more at ContinentalTire.com, the official tire of the Freak Nation.
4: Lager lessons from Budweiser, the 3 o'clock tasting.
0: Did you know that Budweiser brews beer at 12 different breweries across the country? That's cool, but the real news is that every afternoon at 3, while you're doing your job, the brewmaster's job is to taste the Budweiser from each of those breweries. Yeah, they fly just-finished Budweiser's from across the country to one place for a daily tasting, just to make sure that every Budweiser from coast to coast tastes exactly the way it should with that perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. So each Budweiser you enjoy today should taste like each Budweiser you've enjoyed in the past. Daily Brewmaster tastings. Oh, man, how do I get that gig?
4: When it comes to Budweiser, the more you know, the better it tastes.
0: Budweiser, the great American lager.
4: Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Please drink responsibly.
2: Are you driving a Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler? Well, then don't screw around with anything other than authentic Mopar parts. Oil and air filters, belts, brake kits, even wiper blades are available for Mopar. Repair parts? Mopar's 'em, including alternators, starters, short blocks, and transmissions, all covered by a 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty. Log on to Mopar.com to find an authorized Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler dealer near you for authentic Mopar parts. Mopar, the performance in Speed Freaks.